Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. show marathon for you today and uh, we're kicking it off early today with uh, David Measures hey there hello Shannon good morning good afternoon hello Shannon how are you doing good afternoon how are you hey I'm fine thank you thank you very much I'm doing good good to be here with you my friend everybody welcome aboard we're going to kick off today's marathon five shows today and uh, we're excited to be here with Pastor David Measures, coming to you from Leicestershire, England. Brother David, welcome back. You want to open us in prayer? Yes, I will do. Father God, I do pray, Lord, that uh, uh, my topic, Lord, will fit in with everybody else's today, Lord. I pray, Father God, Lord, that uh, we should be led by your Spirit. Lord, help me put the message over that I've got to say, Lord. And I pray people will listen to this, Lord, because it's most important, Lord, that people listen to this message this day, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I say amen to that. Brother David, for those that may have not heard you speak before, tell us about your ministry and how they can find you. Well, um, 
I've got a ministry. You can see a lot about my ministry if you look at my website, which is uh, uh, dwmmi.org. David William Messages Ministries International.org. It's a healing deliverance for the body of Christ. And I run a church in Colville, Leicestershire, England, uh, which is called YTF Church, which stands for Yesterday, Today and Forever. I do regular conferences and miracle services, and uh, uh, the next miracle service we have in the church is on the 1st of November at 7.15, which is a Wednesday, and uh, the next conference, deliverance conference, is the second uh, Saturday in January. I think that's the 13th or 11th, something like that. Yeah, and I've travelled abroad, I've been different many countries of the world, preaching the gospel, and uh, I have a, a website which I told you about, and on there is videos and DVDs and uh, many instances of miracles that you can see, and a PayPal account, and uh, books and DVDs that you can buy. So uh, just check me out, and that's a little bit about me. Fantastic. And with that, Brother David, the mic is yours. Take it away. Okay, well, before I was thinking about what message should I bring, and uh, you know, when, when you're on, um, been on Amiga Man now for about six years, and I try to bring a different message every time, because you don't want to bring a message more than once, really, but sometimes it's, you can't do it. But I thought, what am I going to bring? And I just picked something up that I got on my shelf here that uh, uh, that came through the uh, the electric board in um, in England. Some work had been done, and I, I just got this leaflet. So I, want, I just want to read this leaflet. It's from what we call the National Grid, and it says, "Look out and look up. Danger of death. If any part of the machine touches an overhead line, stay in the cab." Try to drive clear. Warn others to stay well clear. It is not possible or the vehicle catches fire. Jump well clear. Don't climb down. The metalwork of the machine may be live. Never touch the machine once you're on the ground. Move away from the vehicle using bunny hops. Oh, I don't know if I could do that now, but stay well clear. Wires may re-energize without warning. Keep everyone away and call National Grid on such and such a number. And I was reading out, I thought, oh, I've got Lord giving me a message there. So, taking on that now, I'm going to bring up a topic which is uh, very relevant for today's, t- where we are at this time of the year. <clears throat> First of all, look out and look up. Deception is everywhere. But God does give us a way of escape, and the way of escape is the Lord Jesus Christ. But there is a danger of death, so we must stay in faith. Now, often people don't understand what they do, because the people are so deceived, and I find it in England, and families and churches and everywhere, they're just so deceived, and I'm sure it is in America, whoever is listening to, to this message. But, you know, I want to give you an um, instance about a couple of organizations or a couple of instances uh, uh, to let you know where I'm coming from. Now, in the Freemasonry, they take uh, the oath is, first degree oath is about having the throat cut and the tongue torn out. 
And the second degree is about having the bowels ripped open. And the third degree is about having the, sorry, about having the heart pulled open. And then the third degree is about having the bowels ripped open. And that's what they always used to say, these O's, to join the Freemasonry. That's just the first three degrees. There's many others besides that, about having the head split open and all sorts of things. But that's the degrees that they have to, uh, uh, under no lesser penalty of having that done if they expose the secrets. Now, that's always been the oath. But if you challenge Masons today, they say we don't take that oath any longer. Trying to make it out that everything's uh, okay and unkidori. But what they do say is the oath is as in days of old. Well, isn't that the same? As it, weren't they the oaths that they said in days of old? Of course. So, in other words, that blood-curdling oaths are still as valid today, even with the Masons, even though they say that. And then another spirit that we often have to deal with, she keeps rising up again, this spirit called Jezebel. Now, Jezebel was a strong queen, and there was a weak king, she was a strong queen, and uh, she was into all sorts of witchcraft, she's domination, and she's controlling people's lives, and she controls most of the world, and she controlled, now, she controlled most of the world, and most of the churches, and Christians, but she was once only a queen, but you see, people die, but the spirits do not die, and these spirits carry on, so, Saying that, you'll see where I'm coming from in a moment, because we should run from evil. And like it said, warn others today, stay clear, as it says on that uh, National Grid leaflet. Well, I want to talk to you today about Halloween. In, in England and in our town, in every single shop in the town, they're selling pumpkins and uh, dresses uh, witches and and people just get dressed up with it and they think it's just a, some fun and uh, there is so many 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 people uh, involved in this it's just desire the child that doesn't have a pumpkin in their garden and things like that and make it look a face and think that and it comes on Halloween comes on the same similar time as uh, the 31st and the 1st of November, 31st of October, 1st of November, and the same in Mexico, uh, the 1st and 2nd of November, which is Mexico, which is the Day of the Dead. Celebration with the ancestors. They believe the ancestors come back and they celebrate with the dead. And also in Brazil. In Brazil, it is a, a national holiday. Now, in the UK, it was believed that on that day, the souls of the dead returned to their homes. So people wear costumes to ward off spirits, just, but it just the opposite happens. It is the day of the witches. But what did it say on that leaflet? We should jump well clear. Don't climb down. Don't play with sin. Never touch it. Well, I just want to explain to you, for those who don't know, what Halloween actually stands for. I heard people say, oh, it's come from America. No, it didn't originate in America. Which you'll see in a few moments. Well, I'm going to read uh, one or two excerpts about what I've got here on Halloween. 
Halloween is a covenant with death and hell. When you hear the word Halloween, what images appear? What spirit is invoked in the whisper of Halloween? Halloween openly promotes death, devils, witches, fragrant appearances of evil. The Bible said we should keep away from all the appearance of evil. Halloween leaves most people scratching their heads questioning how and where did Halloween come from? Well, I'm going to explain now to you where it come from. Halloween began over 2,000 years ago amongst the Celts and their pagan priests called the Druids. The Druids are without question history's king of the occult, witchcraft, Satanism, paganism. You know, on most of the Anglican priest's robes wear a Celtic cross, such as a cross with a circle on it. And it's a cross with a circle of the Druids. So it's, it's witchcraft even in the church's robes that they wear. Now, the mystic rites and ceremony, which, which was Halloween, was originally observed at their origin amongst the Druids. The Druids celebrated two special nights of the year, Belthain and Samain. Belthain took place on May the 1st and marked the birth of summer. And Samhain occurred on November the 1st to signify the death of summer. Sanaim, a night celebrating death and hell, was the Druid's most important ritual. It was a terrifying night of human sacrifices. It was originally called Halloween. The Druids believed that during Sanaim, the mystic veil separating the body from the living opened. The Druids taught that Roman spirits loosed on Samain went searching for a body to possess. The frightened Celts would masquerade as demons, evil spirits and ghosts, hoping to convince the Roman evil spirits that they were another evil spirit and leave them alone. That's why kids are supposed to get dressed as witches, as though somehow getting dressed as witches will frighten the demons away. But as we know, it draws demons to them. And the Celts also prepared meals as treats to appease the evil spirits from tricks or malicious acts, hence our custom that we have now with trick or treat. The Druids performed horrific human sacrifices and other vile rituals during Sanaim. Let there be no doubt, Sanaim night was a terrifying covenant with death and hell. And let there be no doubt, Sanaim was the original Halloween night. All histories of Halloween in Venice wind back to the ancient Celtic festival of Sanaim. Halloween had its origins in the festival of Sanaim amongst the Celts of ancient Britain and Ireland. So it didn't come from America, it originally came from Britain and Ireland. <coughs> the rituals of the Druids reek from the deepest hell. Their most reportive activities involve their human sacrifices of children on the night of Sanaim or Halloween. Yes, we'll get back to that in a moment. Halloween was the eve of Sanaim. Firstborn children were sacrificed. Sanaim Eve was a night of dread and danger, as it says in the National Geographic. The Druids would drink victims' blood and eat their flesh. 
I'm just turning over the page here. I'm not reading it all, but I've got a big write up here, but I'm just going to read some of it to you. It's interesting. The Druids also celebrated the fest of Bathane. The word Bathane or Beltane or Beltane or whatever literally means fires of Bel. Bel is the same god as Baal, found over 80 times in the King James Bible. The Lord condemns Baal worship probably more than any other false god. The god whom the Druids worship was Baal. The blazing Baal fires show and children were offered in sacrifice to Baal. In Halloween, the original Halloween was an Elish night of Baal worship and child sacrifice and most of our current Halloween custom derived from the Baal rituals. On November the 1st was Sanaim, which is Halloween, fires were built as a thanksgiving to Baal. Baal is a synonym of the devil. Halloween glorifies death in worship or Baal or the devil. The Druid festival of Sanaim was a celebration of death, strutting its hellish death images of skulls, skeletons, ghosts, demons, devils, and incarnate evil. Today's Halloween glorifies death. The Grand Marshal Halloween prayed, as it's always been, is death. That's not in Mexico, the Day of the Dead, and in also Brazil they do it as well. And probably in many other countries as well, I do not know. The ordination of Halloween, understanding the Alice history of Halloween. Why did the world, why in the world did decent people so embrace it? What magic trick transformed rancid Sanaim into a giddy Halloween? Had the Catholic missionaries swarmed Britain and Ireland seeking mass conversion to Catholicism, their orders by Pope Gregory in 601 was currently convert the druid rituals into Catholic rituals. The Catholic converted the ritual Sanaim into the festival of All Saints Day, a day of celebration and prayers to all the saints. Halloween begins 2,000 years ago in the British Isles. Here we find the holiday stripped stripped to its most essential element, a night when Celtic tribes commune with the spirits of the ancestral dead. These grand and glorious pagan celebrations were assimilated by the Catholic Church. The Catholic festival of All Saints Day, as known as All Hallows Day, with the word hallow replacing saints, the day before All Hallows Day, was recognised as All Hallows' Eve. Eventually, All Hallows' Eve became Hallows' Eve, Halloween, or Halloween. All Saints' Day perpetuated the pagan surname of November Eve. Many traditional beliefs and customs associated with surname continue to be practised on October the 31st, known as the Eve of All Saints. In 835, Pope Gregory IV blessed All Saints' Day as a sacred day of obligation. Consequently, on that day, the Catholic Church officially ordained Halloween. Halloween owes its very life to the breadth of the blessing of the Catholic Church. Sanaim would have breathed its very last many years ago if not for the ordination of the Catholic Church. (coughs) 
Now, in the popular Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, begins with, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The label Allow belongs to God the Father. Hallowed be thy name. Allow Eve was a night sacrificing young children to the worship of Baal. No accident that the name of history's most ellish night glorifying death and hell was God's Father's holy name of Allow. The blasphemous name of Halloween. Doesn't Satan say, I will be like the Most High? While Halloween masquerades as childish fun and frolic, it's serious business in the occult world. Witchcraft, Wicca, Satanism, Paganism believe on the night of Halloween. Devils and spirits are unleashed. They perform their most hideous and potent rituals in the night of Halloween. Halloween is one of the four major Sabbaths celebrated in modern witch. It is by far the most popular, important of the eight that are observed. Halloween is also among Satan, Satanism's most cherished days. Anton LeVay, former founder of the Church of Satan and author of the Satanic Bible, writes, After one's own birthday, the two major Satanic holidays are what we said, Belthane and Halloween. We know that this is right and what they did on those days because a few years ago I was used by the Lord to rescue a girl out of Satanism and she'd been involved deeply in Satanism and she explained to us when uh, in there they got the the young girls pregnant uh, on that May the 1st and then they sacrificed the child and they had to kill their own child, or they sacrificed a child, or aborted it on um, Halloween. And so it's it's Satan's time, and this is all what people are celebrating, all this, and much more when you'll see as it go on. It's not just some fun, because what I'm saying is, even though you might say it's some fun now, just like Jezebel, I said, she's still a a strong spirit that was, was in them days. And just like the... The, uh, the, I said about the uh, the oaths of the, the Masons, that's just as valid today, even though they don't actually say the word. Because you, you, you're supporting it and you're giving it credence. Well, let's carry on. The ornaments decorating Halloween came direct, directly from the Druids and the occult. Witches are the reigning queen of Halloween. If you've been lulled by, by the gospel of Halloween, that witches are armless foes, wake up. Witches worship the devil. In many instances, according to the confessions of witches, beyond their direct worship of the devil, they are, were obliged to show their abhorrence of the faith they had deserted by trampling on the cross and blaspheming the saints and other profanations. The witches all departed Halloween, and the women sold their souls to the devil, would put a stick in the beds anointed with the fat of the murdered babies. Although witches vigorously protest they had no dealings with the devil under the edit of witches' god, the popular witches' training manual, witchcraft theory and practice, still says that the witches' god is the lord of the underworld, his name is Baphomet, Lucifer, Baal. The Lord's judgment upon witches should not be taken lightly, because in Exodus 22 it said, You shall not suffer a witch to live. Now, 
this is most insidious, and I've just found out about this, so I want to explain a lot about this. You know, we have in the shops in, in our town and all over England and people in the farmers, they're all selling these pumpkins to make into faces and put them at the bottom of the garden. And, and we've even got um, pumpkin parties and people lining up and pick your own pumpkin and, and it's big business, big business in, 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 in our local town. Not only just in shops, but all in the farms, just growing them and selling them, and then uh, having parties for them. But then it's called jack o' lanterns. If witches are the queen of heaven, then the smiling jack o' lantern is the king. The demonic jack o' lantern leaves the most historian baffled, tracing his spooky origin. One popular tale tells of Jack who tricked the devil into the deal for his soul. The original of the jack o' lantern, which is much more sinister. Sinister. It arrived from the Jewish ghastly reverence of the severed human head. They would proudly decorate their houses and temples with bloody severed heads. The Jewish believed that the head housed the soul, hence they liked light in the candle in the skull. The original Jack o' Lantern was not a pumping or turkey, but a severed human head. And when they've got these uh, children of having this in the house or the bottom of the garden, they're representing somebody's head and uh, was uh, chopped off and then dug out and they put a light in it. And isn't it amazing? It's, they've got candles in it. Isn't it amazing the Catholics supported all this? And in the Catholic Church, they're very much on candles um, you, to light, you pray for the dead or something. You ought to have they sell more candles than anything in the Catholic Church. Well, it's all to do, I believe, with the same thing. They hang the heads of their enemies over the necks of their horses, and when they have brought them home, nail the spectacle of the entrances to their homes. They believe that faces, rather than other images or symbols, were originally carved into the pumpkin because they gave jack-o'-lantern the look of a head. Yeah, people shape their own to see what their head wants to look like, and then they put a, they put a candle inside. The Celts of ancient times believed that the head was the most sacred part of the human body, for it housed a person's immortal soul. The jack-o'-lantern is generally presented in its traditional form as a festive euphemism of the death's head, and the triangular nose hole and the rigorous grin about the death giveaways. Carved and illuminated by a candle, they are symbolic of death and the spirit world. Then you've got this trick-or-treat, like we mentioned, where they um, they do things to, to please... Um, there's Halloween and Jack and um, anyway we'll move on that There's not a lot much bad but that's in the masks and costumes the costumes carry a long history in the occult and demon possession masks are contacts to the spirit world to invite the spirit to possess them in rituals a person wearing a mask or a god or a spirit often feels possessed by a supernatural being the person wearing the, fate, the mask feels internally transformed and takes on temporary qualities of the god or demon represented by the mask think about this children they change once they've been there once they get involved they have owls 
and uh, which which is used on Halloween night in the demons in the form of owls and black cats were associated with death and hell. Black cats were said to be of the devil, and they, they got practice of bobbing for apples at an Halloween party or the skull. An interesting symbol: the skull is a prominent in witchcraft and demon worship. Some say that Halloween brings out the evil side of human nature in certain individuals. The number of vandalism acts committed each year on Halloween seems to support this. Halloween has always been a night of perversion and inversion, a night where misrule and decadence masquerades a decency. Halloween's best kept secret is the romantic love affair with homosexuals. Halloween was the golden key that unlocked the homosexuals' closet of perversion. Halloween's spirit of inversion bestowed the homosexuals one utopian night to publicly flaunt their decadence and perversion. It is an opportunity to act to one's desires and fantasies. Halloween is questionably a night of perversion community in America. Halloween machines turn our world upside down. One's identity can be discarded with impunity. Men dress like women and vice versa. Authority can be mocked and circumvented. Halloween has done more for the current acceptance of homosexuality than any other event. Years of huge homosexual uh, Halloween street parties of gaudy perversion and decadence they have in New York. Yet it has been the gay community that has most flamboyantly exploited Halloween's potential and aggressive festival. Indeed, it is the gay community that has been arguably most responsible for Halloween's adult rejuvenation. For gay people, Halloween is a moment of utopian wishfulness. While many deemed Halloween are harmless and fun and fantasy, they say, Halloween subtly disarms our children, discernment of witches, and the occult. Halloween's magic potion of fun and frolic transformed witches, demons, devils, and the devil incarnate into fine foes. Over 1.2 million practiced and powered witches live in America, even though we come from England. Witchcraft currently is the fastest growing religion in America. At some time, nearly every little girl becomes a witch uh, on Halloween. Witches, witch, raven, wolf, delights when a vulnerable little girl dresses as a witch on Halloween. Today, just about every little girl in our society, and also in England, at one time or another, has chosen to con- con- chosen to con- costume herself as a witch. If you choose a witch's costume this Halloween, hold your head up and wear your witch's garb proudly in their honour. That's what these w- witches say. Occult hysterian Jean Markle discloses Halloween bids more than childish dress-up. It is a pagan initiation journey guided by somebody hidden in the shadows. Guess who it is? It's a pagan initiation ceremony by the devil. And none shall return from Halloween innocent. The passage into the world of Halloween is truly an initiation journey 
one does not return from it innocent, but making the journey alone does not mean there is no guide, no initiator, someone who promoted the quest and who is sometimes hidden in the shadows, watches over the comings and goings of the, the people that are getting involved. Now this is interesting, I'm going to finish off with this. Dr. David Enoch, former senior consultant psychiatrist at the Royal Liverpool Hospital and University of Liverpool states, Halloween practices opens a door to the occult and introduce forces into people's lives that they do not understand and then they cannot combat. So, that's from the head psychiatrist of the hospital saying, Halloween, anybody who goes into Halloween does not come back not tainted. And uh, we were sharing the other night about this and uh, people were saying about praying for people to be healed and and have not been healed many times. And then I said, I just wonder, have they ever done that in their life? Well, maybe some of their children are doing it. And, you know, they say it's only fun. Even people in the church said, well, it's only fun. I said, it's not fun. It's not fun. You don't know what you're doing. I understand why people in England, nearly 99.9% are going to hell. Because they've all been tainted by the devil. Initiated even like that. Initiated it. They've given their lives over to evil, and, and now people got no discernment in the body of Christ. They've got nobody to stand up for the truth. Nobody's going to say anything. And we've got this roaming all over England at this moment of time. Well, I can see through this that just like uh, if you took the oath in the Freemasonry or when you've been involved in Jezebel, I told you them people, the things have gone past, but the, the, the oaths and the rituals are just as, as real now. And it's the same as this. This is what Halloween stands for, and this is what this this pumpkin with a, a candle stands for. It represents uh, somebody's head who's been chopped off, and what are you doing? You're glorifying it. Every house and every child are glorifying it in their family. Well, they're glorifying the devil. They don't realize they're glorifying the devil, but it makes no difference. You don't... Have, the Bible says if you take an oath and if you are not wary of it, you're still guilty. So they're still guilty. The people are guilty. And the people are affected. And I wonder how many is listening to this. Uh, children are getting dressed up at Halloween. I wonder how many people are listening to this and their children want one of these pumpkins to put at the bottom of the garden or in their bedroom or something like that. They're inviting in demons into their house. I know this is true. And people say, how can they invite demons into their house? Well, I'll just finish with this, um, this uh, um, testimony. A few years ago, a lady... Uh, and a gentleman, they were having problems in their house. They were in noises at night in their house. And at two o'clock in the morning, they could hear something walking around in their house. They just started a prayer meeting, and yet now they're hearing noises in the house. 
and uh, one night they found blood on the bathroom door and this was getting really scary because none of the children had cut themselves or anything like that so they asked me to go and investigate so i went down to the the house and i just went the first room i went into i looked around the room and i got one or two brass objects and I said, do you see that object over there? She said, yeah. I said, I want it smashing, throwing away. Or we can't burn it, but if we can burn it, we will do. But we'll smash it and uh, we'll get it out of the house. The lady said, well, David, I'll get rid of all the objects in there. I said, I don't want you to clear the house out. I just want you to get rid of that one. And it was a unicorn. And, you know, it, unicorn represents a mythological being. God did not make a unicorn, even though it, it can talk about it. God did not make it. It's a mythological being, so it's representing a demon. I say, you've got something in this house which is representing a demon. And what's happening is it, that demon in your house, your representation is drawing power from the lower heavens into your house. So now you've got demons and poltergeists walking around your house by it's got its contact uh, for what you've got in your house so we got rid of it and they never heard another voice never had any uh, nothing walking around or doing ever again god set the house free now if that's the same with that what about all these pumpkins that people have got in their houses that represent human heads schools represent demons this is why I believe the so many world is so demonized. And it's time we made a stand against it. It's time we said no. It's time to say to the shops if they sell them, I ain't buying off you again. Until you get rid of that out of your shop. No, we need to stand for the truth. Like it says on here. What does it say? Keep away from it. And then on the battle where I started from, in its national grid, it says, stay well clear. And then there's a telephone number. And and I want to say, if you're in a mess, I'm going to give you God's telephone number. It's Jeremiah 33, verse 3. So it's 333. Call upon the Lord, and I will answer, it says. Jeremiah 33, 3. So call upon Jesus to help to set you free. Call somebody to help and pray for you if you've been involved, because it, you never know what sort of curse it put on your life. You never know if it's bringing cancer into your life and to your children. You never know if your people are dying before their time, because the Bible does say, because people involved in witchcraft are dying 56, people are dying before their time. So, we've got to keep away from evil, and... Uh, danger of death this is me this is my message today god bless you and thank you for listening amen brother david powerful word today i totally agree with you halloween is from hell a satanic holiday and no christian has any business participating in it or letting their kids participate in it you're entertaining evil spirits and you're causing these demons to come back into your house and begin to torment you and your children. And yeah. you know, if you look at the mask, once again, you mentioned the mask. Uh, I remember 
my grandparents bringing some back from Haiti. I don't think they realized the danger at the time. But as a kid, I used to see them up on the side of the uh, wall in the church parsonage. And they had been over... Yeah, I'm telling you. They'd been over to Haiti on some mission trips uh, where voodoo is taking place. And what they didn't know, but I know now, is those masks are worn by witch doctors just as the skinwalkers of the Navajo Indian Nation put on animal skins and animal heads and it brings uh, demons into the person. You can become demon possessed. A transformation takes place. It's the same thing. You see, these little things are like jack-o'-lanterns. It's, but it's, it's represented a demon with the spirit in it, with the with, with the uh, uh, with the candle, and, and you know, absolutely. The, the, the Catholics. It was ordained by the Catholics Halloween, and they got these candles all in the church. And what it is doing is, is saying that we're inviting the spirit of the dead into it. That's right. They put human fat in those things, as wicks. Folks, you want your children to become demon-possessed? And what business do Christians have dressing up as devils and witches? You're inviting the demons right into your life. Now, growing up, I won't lie. I didn't know any better. We went trick-or-treating as a kid up until I was about 12 or 13. I don't do it anymore, and I won't allow my kids to participate in it. When I found out what it's all about, I said, no more. I'm not going to entertain those spirits. And we had a guy on last night, Dr. Bill Sneblin, who was a practicing witch. Uh, He wrote a book called Lucifer Dethroned. He came out of the occult, very high-ranking occultist. And he's a believer today, been a Christian now for many decades. But he said uh, when he was a practicing witch, he used to go to the supermarkets and go past the candy aisle, and he would put curses on it. And he said witches would do that. So the children would get it, put a curse on them. Not to mention there was a time in America where uh, there was people that were putting razor blades and apples and putting them into kids' buckets when they come to collect their their trick or treat. Now, that's demonic. You want demons? Let Let your kids do it. We wonder why we're having trouble we are in the church because we got churches practicing it. It was some years ago. Yeah, we ago. have. We've got churches in England that are having Halloween parties. Brother David, there was a man in America, a big mega church. I can get his name. I have to look it up. But that's inconsequential. Right now, the point I want to make with this story is he was a man who died. He worked in the church, and the church put up a memoriam page on their website and were saying, you know, we're going to miss this guy. Uh, he had some. He battled with mental illness, they said. And he was also, one of the things he did is he organized the uh, annual Halloween party for the church. I'm like, no wonder he committed suicide. Yeah. They don't do deliverance, and the demons came right in. And you got a church who's bringing a Halloween in there, and you don't think you're going to have some problems? And, you know, this, uh, we also in the church, we had uh, a Christianized version of it. You know, you come dressed up as a Bible character to keep the kids off the street. But I don't even think that's good. I think we need to cut all ties with it mm. and not even recognize that day, have no part in it. Uh, because it is clearly from the pits of hell. And as you mentioned, involves human sacrifice, murder, spirits, cannibalism, human sacrifice to the demons. 
Uh, somebody sent me an interesting article. His name is Lucas. And I'll read just a quick excerpt. Um, and basically, the article says, Beware of the bogs of Sawin. Now, you know, Samhain. Uh, Samhain, yeah. That's the way I've always pronounced it. Someone corrected me and said it's actually Sawin. Okay, well, I don't know how you get that out of there, but okay, so be it. <laughs> At any rate. However, however it's pronounced. They're talking about the bogs over there in Ireland. They said the acid balance of the bogs preserve bodies. These aren't whole bodies, but they have, haven't com- decomposed. The bog bodies, according to most experts, are ritual sacrifices. They're headless, legless, some with injuries that suggest that the people did not volunteer to be ritually killed to appease the gods and plead for better crop or fertility for the community. The bog bodies appear to be kings, dethroned kings. In Iron Age Ireland, when a new king took the throne, he ritually married the earth goddess. If crops failed or other natural disasters struck in his reign, his people held him personally responsible. He lost his job, and his severance package involved severing parts of his body. In those times, one way to express submission to the king was to suck his nipples. (laughs) Okay? And the nipples on the bog bodies were mutilated which would ensure the man could never claim king status again in the afterlife. Very interesting. You know, this yeah. uh, Celtic druid worship goes back a long time. Uh, now, you live in the U.K. Have you ever been up yeah. to um, that monument? What's it called? Those uh, stones that stand up? Stonehenge. Have you ever seen that? No, no, it's down south. I've, I've never been. I know where it is. I've seen pictures of it but i wouldn't go there now did that was that tied into the druid worship you think and sawween and all yes, that it, dru, dru, oh, yes all druid worship there that's what it was and there's many many people go there uh, on the summer solstice now here's something else he said some tell suggests that offerings or sacrifice were made at sawween uh, in a book called the book of invasions each sawween the people of nemed had to give two-thirds of their children their corn and their milk to the monstrous Fomorians. The Fomorians seem to represent the harmful or destructive powers of nature. Personifications of chaos, darkness, death, blight, drought, and the tribute paid by Nemed's people may represent a sacrifice offered at the beginning of winter when the powers of darkness and blight are in ascendance. According to the Annals of the Four Masters, which was written by Christian monks, Sawin in ancient Ireland was associated with a god or idol called Crom Krosh. The text claimed that a firstborn child would be sacrificed at the stone idol of Crom Krosh in uh, Magsikt. They say that King Tegimus and three-fourths of his people died while worshipping Crom Krosh there once sawing. Th- those are just some other interesting facts. But folks, well, they are is- interesting. See, I've not got those facts. I've got a lot of other facts, but I've not got that. I would be interested to have those facts add to this. I'm going to afford it to you because what you brought out yeah. tonight yeah. is the most uh, extensive coverage I've ever heard of this. You did your research, and this just came into my email, yeah. and I uh, I looked yeah. it up and uh, thought this was interesting. Uh, a sign of submission to the king is you'd have to go and suck his nipples. <laughs> yeah, me. I've, I could. There's something on here I could have just put. Halloween can be traced right back to Samhain, whatever Samhain or Samhain or whatever. The ancient Celtic Celtic harvest festival honoring the Lord of the Dead. You're exactly right. 
And I just forwarded yeah. this to you. It's got a couple articles that are interesting. Um, so people regularly sacrificed, even the kings. And um, this is this is witchcraft, folks. It's idolatry. Do you know, do you know a, few, a few years ago, the Archbishop of Canterbury, um, not the one we've got now, but the one before, the Archbishop of Canterbury was ordained to be the Archbishop of the Church of England. And then... It, we've got pictures of him and we've we all seen it he went to be then uh, initiated as a druid oh no wow yeah brother David do you think that there yeah. is still an occult underground in uh, England in the UK oh at, yes I do large? believe so absolutely well, why, is it so, why is it so hard to get you see people will go to ch- churches like like Anglican churches which accept all this and that and, and Catholic churches which accept all this and they get one or two people not many but they get one or two people but why do you think it's so hard for us to get somebody that, to come to our church who believes in the deliverance ministry and the fullness of the spirit it's almost impossible to get people to come because Cause they're all demonized or isn't that the truth um, and we stand against it and you know people don't, I mean even people from the church and say well well, we all used to do it and so we can't really send it to the grandkids because they always used to do it well King David didn't say that did he King David when he committed adultery he said Lord forgive me and I'll teach transgressors your ways in other words I'm going to stand against it all brother the church doesn't seem to be standing up for anything anymore no, Especially they America. don't. The church, honestly, it doesn't. Honestly, it's really is sad, sad. I've seen it go down in my lifetime as a Christian, big time, big time. I don't even wish <laughs> yeah, to big time. associate with any denomination. They all have issues. I just want to stick with the Bible no, myself. Follow. That's Jesus. right. That's right. That's right. That's the same as me, brother David. Thank you for coming on today. What shall we title this episode for the archive? Um. Well, on 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 my danger of death, <laughs> but in danger of death, danger of death. That's what my little leaflet here from the from the electric board says. Danger of death. Okay, let's use that. So, That's great. Yeah, we'll do that. Why not? Yeah. Hey, by the way, you said you've been here with me six years. I had to look it up. You know, we've been together since July eight, two thousand fourteen. My brother, almost ten years. 10 years. Your first program wow. was I was in Vegas still, 2014. 2014. <laughs> How on earth do I bring a different message every week? <laughs> You've done a great job. You sure have. And you stuck with me over the years. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, God's been very good to me to bring something different every single time. I couldn't do it. I'm telling you, that's hard work to come up with a new message yeah. each week. Um, yeah. I can read the Bible, but uh, come up with a fresh message. Now, that's, t- that's hard work right there. Now, Brother David, um, do you have a meeting coming up? Has that occurred yet, or is that coming up? We've got a meeting on November the 1st, uh, Wednesday night. Uh, that is uh, a miracle service. And uh, only, I'm not speaking, but somebody else will be there. But I'm away. And But we've also got a meeting. I've, I've got a meeting on in... Um, in London, a miracle service where I'm speaking at the on the 24th of November, 
it's, it's advertised on my website and also we've got a, a deliverance conference uh, called Claiming Back the Ground and that's on the 11th of January uh, but we meet every Sunday as well at uh, quarter past ten okay that's great uh, also tell people again uh, if they'd like to support the ministry how can they do that yes I have a, I have a, a PayPal account uh, and it's on dwmmi.org uh, you can pay by um, PayPal or on the same thing by a card and uh, give something towards my ministry which is good, it helps support me in what I'm doing and uh, also uh, I've got books and DVDs on there uh, that uh, you might be interested in buying and uh, just read about it and uh, you can pay for them there and uh, we'll send it to you so it's all on dwmmi.org yeah fantastic do you want to close us in prayer today yes I will do and I'm not speaking next week but the week after aren't I that's right I've got you uh, yeah. let's see hang on um, actually I need to plug in for November what dates do you want again for November we, well what is next week we, we did say we organized it didn't we let me, let me find the dates where we are uh, next okay, so next that, week is the second, the second. Uh, we said the ninth Ninth. Do you want 2pm or 3pm? Okay. Um, I'll text you because i got to do the calculation. You have a time zone okay. change November okay. 5th. I don't mind either. Whatever. Let me, let me Whatever. look it up the so ni- I'll give you an accurate time. 9th of November. Okay, so the 9th of November, and you want the 23rd? Oh, wait a minute. Um, no 23rd, that's Thanksgiving. Okay. okay. Would you like the yeah. 9th and uh, the 16th? Or, yeah, I'll do the 16th then, yeah. And we'll okay. miss the 23rd, yeah. Okay, great. So I'm going to put you down for the 9th and the 16th. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Okay. Well, Father God, we just want to thank you and praise you, Lord, for today. And, Lord, what Shannon's talked to me, Lord, about what he knows, Lord, about Halloween, Lord, and what I've given, Lord, I pray we can see now that people have had a, a real full experience, of Lord, of what it's about, Lord. And I pray, Father God, that families will stop it Lord if they bought these things Lord um, these pumpkins Lord I pray they'll go outside and smash them Lord and I pray Father God will not invite any spirits into their houses Lord or into their children Lord I pray Father God Christians will stand for the truth Lord and I should bless him Lord upon Shannon and his ministry and for me allowing me Lord to be able to bring this message to the, uh, to the old community Lord I pray in Jesus name Amen Amen. Appreciate you, my friend. We'll see you uh, in two weeks, yeah. fortnight. God, God bless you, Shannon. Thank yeah. you, sir. Bye-bye. 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 Folks, there was a um, Disney movie some years ago with Jim Carrey called The Mask, which was actually a remake of probably a, a 60s horror film called The Mask. Again, a mask brought back that was cursed. They're all cursed. And brought a curse on the person that put it on and transformed them. I really believe that. You don't want these things. And the Halloween mask uh, are a natural or or, a modern progression of that. Satan disguises, satanic disguises is what they are. Oh boy, that's what it is. Satanic disguises. You don't want to do it. Destroy that stuff. 
end it now before it's too late. And even adults who don't have children, they're going out to Halloween parties and getting out there. You're going to pick up demons. And I know people who have literally gotten into accidents on Halloween night, paralyzed, horrible things. The devil's on the prowl to take people out in body bags, take his victims. And in real time, there are people being kidnapped right now for these fall satanic holidays to be sacrificed ritually. we got to be on guard. Amen? Okay. We're going to save this and be back here. We've got Elvis Newhart coming up next. <laughs> 